Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, March 25th, 2020. Uh, I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. And joining me as soon as possible will be co-host extraordinaire Cameron Hawkins. Um, Until then, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This is, what, week Three or two or three of the, you know, Rona Rona lockdown, so to speak. Uh, A lot of changes going on in, you know, in wrestling and entertainment as a whole. It's it's kind of nuts and obviously unprecedented. And we'll talk more about that as we have uh, in uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, as I said, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this here show, there are two ways of going about that. First way, give us a call right now. Get in line, and we will talk to you live on air. Hit the constellation lines up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103, and that gets you in line to talk to us live uh, on air. Uh, the other way to have your voice heard is to drop us a voicemail. Uh, voicemail gives you three unadulterated minutes to ask questions, post your comments, whatever you got, uh, you know, scream and yell and rant about something. You got three minutes to do it in, on the voicemail line. Uh, you can find the voicemail at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail can be found at 415-787-5229. You can uh, also find this on the email. Drop us a line on the email tip. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Um, be sure to uh, put you know, VIP or non-VIP, whichever uh, segment of the show you want your email read. Uh, you can always uh, find us on Twitter. The show can be found at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. That can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Find us over there. Give us a like. Share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Spread the word that way. You know how the internets and Facebooks uh, works. Um, yeah, so that 
that's how you get at us. That's how you find us. Those are all the ways to uh, reach out and contact us. Um, all right, still no cam, but we'll we'll survive, possibly. I mean, what? Okay, so I am officially back out of the loop. Like, I don't, I haven't seen any of the TV. I didn't even watch NXT last week. Um, I don't even know. Well, I know what I did, but I'm trying to think. Like, the show ended. There was no. Did we win that Tokyo? Yeah. Did it? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, fuck. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm back out of the loop. I haven't, I didn't even watch NXT after last week's show. I'm not sure uh, what the hell I, 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 I did. I just wasn't interested in watching another, uh, you know, a empty arena thing happen. Just like, just wasn't interested. So I didn't even watch NXT. Apparently, AEW had one of the better shows you could. You know, they were, people are like, that's how you do an empty arena show. never went back to to watch that, but enough people said it that I that I believe them. Uh hey, here we go. Saving the day as he as he's one to do. Cameron Hawkins, welcome to the East Coast Cam. Hi there. How's it going, Travis? Yeah, it's doing all right. It's going all right. You yeah. sound like you got some little mischievous tone in your voice with with <laughs> Happening. Me? Me? Never, <laughs> never, never. Um, you know, so, we're all, um, I don't know, like, I know you're considered essential personnel at your job, so they gave you mm-hmm. a shiny piece of so you can move around. Have you left the house mm-hmm. today? No. Okay. Well, I don't know. I was, going to, I was going to go get an oil change, and I was like, ah, I don't care. And I even had to hit hit my, my, my connect up, like, uh, can we leave tomorrow? Like, I just don't want to get, you know, leave the apartment. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, just being outside. Like, traffic seemed to be moving like traffic normally moves. There seem to be people out, you know. Um, so really? it's hard to really quantify exactly what a shelter in place is, especially when, like, Barton Springs was popping today. Okay. Like so, my I, yeah. So I I don't go anywhere. I occasionally go to you know South Park Meadows to Slaughter at the Sam's down there, and 35 is just always a mess. But 183 all, all week is just the sweetest candy. <laughs> like yeah, I'm getting to work in like 12 minutes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah, but, I guess what you I know, mean, understanding it's just you know not so many yeah. people on the, on the like there wasn't um it wasn't like packed on thirty five but like people were going up and down and then like me going to like H E B going to the H E B um like Gaddis School Road area like even driving mm-hmm. through those cars there um to me a shelter in place is more you know people can't congregate in a parking lot and kick you. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be loud at your house. Like, it's going to be stuff like that. Because you can't really, like, pull every third car over to ask where they're going. That's not conducive to what you're trying to fix. 
You know? Right. Um, so, you know, I, I just hope that outside of the Barton Springs thing, which is just it, – it's both mind-blowing and a perfect example of the selfishness of man. But hopefully people are taking it seriously enough to where we can get back to what we usually do sooner than later. All I heard was avoid South Austin. <laughs> avoid Barton Springs. Yeah. But those people will come back up here and, you know, put the, you know that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't understand people that are super insistent or not even insistent, though, are spiteful. Like, no, I'm going to purposefully go out. Like all the spring break kids, a bunch of them came back with the Rona. With the Rona, like what the fuck y'all expect was gonna happen? Yeah. Now y'all going back to Arkansas and fucking east your blip, fucking up, fucking it up for everybody. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, human beings. If anything, this might fuck around and be a, 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 if like things turn out relatively okay. You know, you would think, like, you would hope, like, maybe this was, like, a nice test run for people to go, hey, you know, this was like a fire drill, essentially. See how see how things are fucked up when you're running all over the place and things aren't um, uh, in place and, 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 you know, there are no, some rules. Now, let's, in case this happens again, let's be better prepared. So, uh, I doubt. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, ready, ready so you were out is, is also what I bought. Uh, I took from that. So you were out hanging out in Barter Springs. <laughs> nah, man. Like, I thought, like we're talking about it last week, right? It was it was like personally disheartening for me to see yeah. people that I know like out weekend before last. Like, like what are you doing? Like, I just, it still kind of is mind-boggling. Like, yo, they told you, like, that this isn't safe. And moreover, they told you it's not safe for you to be around your parents and grandparents if you're doing this. And you just, just fuck it. Like, yeah, it was whew, a lot to process. It really is. But another week of exponential growth of the, or spread of the, of the yeah. virus and people going, oh, okay, so maybe this isn't, you know. Uh, yeah. And you see, like, you know, right-wing media doing a U-turn going with their bullshit conspiracy stuff to on a dime, like, oh, we have to you know, do something. It's get testing people hanging. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit. People, I think, went, oh, all right, wait a second now. It's like not just some made up deep state bullshit that people get sick. Yeah. No, yeah. You were saying, can we talk about yeah. some wrestling? I was uh, uh, talking uh, before you got on. Um, how last week I didn't even watch NXT because I didn't want to watch another like empty arena thing. It's just just not appealing. And but apparently AEW had a really really good show. 
and multiple people were were saying almost, you know, to a man or to a fan, uh, that's how you do an empty arena show. That's how you do a show you can't, like, maximize, you know, whatever. You know, that's how you do it. You got to do it. Were you able to see AEW last year? Um, Third wrestling question. That was it. Um, I, I did see the presentation, um, caught the Brody Lee stuff. Uh, yeah, so I, I'd say I, I saw what I needed to see as far as uh, the presentation of it. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was it looked great. Um, I like the interaction with the wrestlers. I like heels being on one side, faces being on another. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was thought it was solid. And I would say, like, if I don't know if there's a right way to do this. Like I, um, you know, I did the show with Wade Friday night, and I, I, I feel like I kind of have to be, and and, and I'm perfectly happy being, I should say, but I feel like I have to be complimentary and respectful and appreciative of the talent and production teams and what they're putting on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're trying in a time where you don't necessarily have to, but you're going out of your way to do this. So, to kind of like okay, like like whatever you're doing works. But yeah, I think I, I do. If I had to go with one, I like AEW's presentation. I thought it was solid. But you can't do it, or you can do it every week if you don't. That's what's mm-hmm. necessary. But the the novelty, the like, oh wow, that's how you do a an empty arena uh, episode or show. That that wears off immediately. Like the next tonight's show, if, if they do just as good a job with the presentation and, and, and it's still, it's going to be, it's going to be different or it's not going to have the impact just simply because we saw it. Uh, how long can, can you, can you do that? How long can you keep pushing your, like, your creative uh, juices <laughs> while you, while you, while everything is up in, up in the air and, who knows what's where we'll be in twelve weeks? Yeah, as a creative team that you're complimenting, like, hey, way, way to go! How do you how do you uh, yeah, as a creative team, how do you keep that keep that keep that going? <laughs> well, let me ask you this: this is something that we haven't discussed, and I want to preface this by saying. You know, my opinion um, is rooted in safety more than anything else. Should they be putting shows on at all? Probably not. Like that. I mean, not even probably. That just no. Like if everything's so, uh, are they fucking essential? (laughs) No. If basketball players got to go to fuck home, why don't they? Yeah. It's just so many people. If this production, if Black, if, uh, what's, there's some movies that got, you know, a bunch of movies got pushed back that were still in production or, or hadn't gone into production yet. They don't get to say, well, you know, we, we got a limited, uh, you know, we're not. We're going to limit the 
crap. I don't know. They don't try even parse that kind of bullshit because they know it's wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't even know if there have been have there been any wrestlers that have complained openly. I don't think so. This is kind of stress that um, he feels safe and he feels like they're going about the precautions the right way. Um, and I hope that's more facts than company lines. Um, and I believe it's more facts than company lines because this is somebody who, you know, we, we talked about it. Like if anybody at risk, it's him, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so right. I, I, somebody I like believe that. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, but if he had somebody that has the power and the all the motive to keep himself uh, well, it, it's it's you would think it's it's Roman Reigns. So uh, I, I I based on that alone, I I have to assume that that's that's real deal, like not just company line PR shit. That he really feels safe and that they're taking care of him. So, yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah. So if he, if he, if he just high with his specific certain health circumstances, uh, is that does that attitude trickle down? If people go well, if he feels okay, I can, I can't feel, I, you know, some kind of way, or at least openly. Yeah. So okay. Let's, <laughs> as much as we're being down is, and then people are turning to us for entertainment right now. Um, if I had to go with Travis, like kind of a a big story, um, was it? Did we know last show that WrestleMania was being split into two days? I feel like no. I think that dropped like the next day or something like that. Okay. So I want to I want to compound that with. We talked about uh, Brock, but, but yeah, that other thing hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, with NXT Takeover, the matches scheduled for Takeover are actually going to take place next week, four one on NXT TV. So yeah, which is interesting. So how are they going to do that with commercials? It's a typically a two and a half hour show with no commercials. They have a two hour show with commercials. Yeah, I, that's going to be because I mean, typically you go heavy on the title matches or on a grudge match, and I don't know. One of the beauties of NXT is just how fun the band matches are to watch at takeover because they're so action packed, and you know, a, a crowd plays into an NXT takeover match in a way different way than it plays into a Raw or SmackDown pay per view match. You know, um, not that the action won't be good. It's just yeah formatting, not having a crowd um, in a traditional sense, and, you know, maybe being having to cut away at times. I mean, maybe they get the, get the green light from USA, who, like everybody else, is desperate, desperate for good programming right now. Maybe they get the green light to go commercial-free. I don't know. I mm, Yeah. I don't – Maybe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. No, USA's not going to. Wouldn't do that. But I also wouldn't go. Oh, yeah, that's a. 
that's a they they might as well just do two weeks of takeover then. If they yeah. if they were to have six matches, just split those shows into three matches, have a grudge show, have a grudge show, and and have a title match show. Or or a comedy, whatever. You don't have to. You don't have to. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. I assume they were gonna have five or six matches. That's that's just hard to do and give people satisfying. And that's and that's gonna be so weird with nobody in the building. These important matches. It's been, it's one thing to watch Raw and SmackDown and these NXT shows in front of no crowd. It's going to be another thing to see pay-per-view banners, let alone WrestleMania, supposedly WrestleMania main event. Edge versus uh, Randy Orton in in front of zero people, or however it's going to be set up. It's going to, yeah. Yeah, like it's going to feel some kind of way. What was the show with T-Money, Travis? T-Money? Yeah, it was like kind of like wrestling, but kind of like a competition. Um, let me see. What was yeah, the show called? A, a WWE uh, thing? No, was it? Was it? Oh. Uh, yeah. Damn, Battle Dome. That's what it was. Battle what the fuck Dome. was Battle Dome? Wow, I mean, it, it was kind of like American Gladiators. Um, okay. But yeah, I remember key money from Battle Dome. Like, I feel like it's gonna be like the Running Man, the Schwarzenegger, like all these weird like towels. Um, like yeah, you know, like John yeah, that's another thing. You're gonna be super Um, which is good, I think, for the fans. Like, yeah, for sure. John Cena is, um, and we can talk about WrestleMania 30 and ESPN purchasing the programming maybe at some point, but. I, as the years have gone on, and I was with somebody who didn't like John Cena, but as the years have gone on, I've really grown to appreciate just how good he is, especially in a big match situation. He was great in that match, Travis. And I don't know, have you watched WrestleMania 30, the TV broadcast? Because we were there together live. So I don't know if you go back and watch shows that you've attended live. I don't. So it was like my first time seeing it. And he was the man in that match. Just the facial expressions, uh, the gestures. He was so good. Um, so yeah, like, I had the advantage of being in the press box. And so I got the live seeing it like from a seat mm. fan in the building. And also there were monitors all over. So I got this. I got the, I got both views, viewpoints. And I don't uh, remember that being so great. I don't remember seeing it specifically being that great. I mean, that's just hate, right? He would be on the Because that was in the whole lead up with the whole world in their hands and, and they had the kids and stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Alright, maybe I'm just purposefully not remembering. I don't know. Yeah, not to, to spoil your 
you know, hold the you know, point of Cena and Big Mac John kind of thing. But yeah, um, it was really so. I say that to say, in a match that's not going to be in a wrestling ring, it's going to be super overproduced with all the smoke and mirrors and tricks and you know, mental look gets in the scene's wheelhouse. I think John Cena is a great opponent. Like I think his acting, especially in a fight scenario, is really going to make that work. Yeah, I, I just hope the physical part isn't isn't uh, beyond him at this point. And I don't want to. And I mean that is in uh, timing and that kind of thing, not physical ability to take a bump or throw I mean, throw a guy also, around. Yeah, that's also a benefit to this, though. Like, I think it's going to be just. I think it's going to be like a movie fight, um, which is you know what he's getting money for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that because it's not a traditional wrestling match, it's going to work even better for the both of them. Like, I don't know any other... And I'm also, I should say this too, this is what Edge and Randy Orton should be, even though we're going to miss, like, Edge's big return in a WrestleMania match and you won't get the great crowd pop you know he would have got. They should pretty much be fighting for the death. Like fighting for what? To the death. That's what they should be doing. Yeah. So what other okay, so so Cena and 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 Bray and and potentially Randy and Edge, probably Randy and Edge. What other match does AJ and Undertaker benefit from the format change? I mean because I think Drew uh, and, and Brock are first, but um, but some 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 matches can actually benefit. Some acts can see that should be in a wrestling ring, though. You know what I mean? Like that what? should be. Are they doing a buried alive match? I have no. I don't know. I think they're doing a buried alive match. Like that's so, weird. How do you, how do, you <laughs> do that at the performance center or or one of your venues or? Is that one of the venues, a cemetery? And they have a fucking buried alive man? I guess even if it's at the performance center, WWE has the production budget to bring in, you know, dirt and all that kind of shit. It wouldn't matter. But, but again, the... the but would that? But would they benefit from having being able to produce? I don't, I don't know because I said, in the format. You know, you run the risk of that being too similar to a to a scene of scene match character wise. Um, but I mean, I could see them in a wrestling ring having a wrestling match and then fighting over to a pit and burying the other guy. Like, I, I can see that. Um, and you just feel like it's going to be a lot of strikes and not a lot of wrestling. You know, so I, mean, I think that's fine. Um, you know, I think that, like, Street Profits and Garza and uh, and Andrade is going to be in a wrestling ring for the tag time. Like, I think it's very much going to be a wrestling match. Up and down that card, there's going to be a lot of wrestling on there. Um, but, yeah, I think, see, that's the match, Travis, like the Undertaker style. I do think that they get to mask the fact that the Undertaker is 55. Um, 
and have it be like kind of a slugfest. It doesn't require Undertaker doing too much or, or giving away too much. Yeah. Can you think of any other uh, other matches that are booked? So do you, oh wait, before I ask, do you agree that Brock and 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 Drew are hurt by the format change? Because yeah, because that was supposed to be Drew's moment. Um, yeah. They were going to have a good WrestleMania moment with the crowd, seemingly very much behind him. Like that's the one match I was like, no, they're they're going to be not a hundred percent Drew, but very anxious to see a new guy that hasn't been kind of rotated the last couple of years, um, get to go in there and go, you know, big man against big man with Brock. I, I think he is hurt by this. Um, you know, hopefully when when they're able to do live shows again in, you know, a couple of months, um, the reaction for him is palpable his first time coming out as champion. Because I do think he's going to win. Keeping, keeping with Brock, uh, did you hear that uh, it was Lesnar that was responsible for meticulously booking the uh, Royal Rumble? Or the first half? Remember how when we were like, damn, Brock got all the people of color out of there, and people were like, he was just doing what he was told. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, nah, I mean, granted, whatever you think about what actually happened, it was put together very well. Certainly so. So credit to him. Like, artistically, um, yeah, it was good. And then, you know, especially if it's Ricochet uh, getting a little bit of revenge with the low blow. Like, that's, that's a touch of genius if he threw that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so well, two weeks later in Saudi, I'm gonna fucking tear your head off. Yeah. Seconds. And he's like, you got, it. I got you. Go ahead, young boy. Yeah. Um, give him, give him a little cricket a little bit. Give him a little bit. Oh, my God. Why are you doing this? <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What else is uh, what else is happening in these quarantine streets? Well, I just found out my my campus, our campus is closed until April the 13th at least. At which, least? Yeah, which about falls in line with things. Yeah. Man. Um, yeah, everything at, at uh, like, at my Sam's is, like, just... Everybody's just overly fucking, you know, OCD about keeping their cards clean. Being, you know, shit that you should normally do. People are kind of doing regularly. But the masks and coming in, people coming in with kitchen gloves, like not kitchen gloves, but like rubber gloves that you would clean like your bathroom with. Uh-huh. Are you? Are they wiping uh, down carts on the way in? Yes. Uh-huh. The whole, the whole, the whole deal. Wiping down carts. Fucking. Just yeah, just being overly. Uh, I, what I think you should normally try to do, but now everybody's just being overly anal and OCD about everything. Um, 
I'm just hoping I don't have to get pulled over and show have to show my papers. You allowed yeah. to be out, boy. I think that's going to be a very extreme Almost. circumstance. Um, if you seem to be headed to one place, I don't think they're going to give you too much grief. But we'll see. Um, you know, I operate up here in Williamson County where, you know, right. they're, they're a little different. Stuff too. It's a little, yeah, but, um, <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. I got people, like, at the when I was at the Round Rock Sam, Sam's uh, a year or so ago when I first started, they were like, they wouldn't even take a sample when we would do alcohol demos. Jericho says this thing that is just uh, 
Miracle is the first wrestling book that I purchased myself. I read the whole thing on a flight from Texas to Maryland. Um, just couldn't mm-hmm. put the thing down. It was amazing. Um, right. And I, I think what I really take away from him is, you know, his heart, I think, is always in the right place. And that can get you into trouble, and that can make certain things you do come across as bad, but it really does seem that way. And, and there's one point, Trav, where he says, you know, I told them that I didn't want to be a part of the tribute on Monday night to him. It just didn't feel right. And he says, I'm watching everybody do it, and then I see William Regal. And William Regal, the only thing that he said was, Chris Benoit is probably the hardest working wrestler um, that I've ever met, or something along those lines, right? Mm-hmm. And Jericho says, you know, immediately I knew something was wrong because William Regal lives in the same neighborhood or same area as Chris Benoit. Like so at the moment, at that time, in Atlanta, you at mean? that time, yeah. Okay. So he had firsthand knowledge of the domestic yeah, like neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And so Jericho was like, yo, when I heard that, I knew like something wasn't right. Um, Travis, I didn't know that Chris Benoit broke Nancy's back. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that he duct taped her, strangled her, and broke her back. Like, I, what? And they had had a domestic incident, like, very soon before any of this happened. And, like, Johnny Grunge was the one to, like, go and, like, calm him down. Like, there's a lot in there that, you know, I, I think that is going to, I'm not going to say use the crutch of CTE, but are always going to look to CTE and say, this is the thing that we can't explain, and that informs the situation more than anything else when, really, there was a long history of incidents between them, you know? Um, so it, it's, if it's something you can stomach, I think I, I gave away a lot of the big points, but it's a show where I have to talk to people. Um, but I recommend it, Travis. It, was, it informed me a lot about a lot of things, and, and you know, I, I feel I, – I've already felt for – uh, David Benoit, even the, hearing him like do the interviews and stuff, because you can tell he's conflicted. Because regardless of how bad it is, that's still his family, and he has to right. process that in a different way. And it didn't happen when he was a grown man; he's a kid, and so he has to process these things. Right, he's a, he's uh, like what twenty two now, twenty four. Yeah, he's a kid, so he was a kid back then. Um, yeah. So like watching him have to process this stuff is rough. I feel for him, but yeah, I, I just. I really appreciate uh, and, and Jim Ross too. I thought Jim Ross came across really well on this. Dean Malenko as well, but I especially appreciate Chavo and, and Chris Jericho for the things that they went through and, and how they carry on. Like there's one point in the documentary where David breaks down and Chavo appears on camera to console him, and it's just like, my God, like I, I the things you guys have been through are crazy. But um, I kind of meant to talk about that at the beginning, Colin. I'm sorry, but, yeah, um, I definitely recommend it as a watch if it's something you can stomach. I think it is. Um, for the thing that we do, I think that it, it's it's necessary to have as much knowledge as you can take of the situation. Yeah, I didn't know it was that much new information. And I guess that's what happens when you don't watch 
Go ahead, Kyle. To, to a lesser degree, the, the FCW documentary on on the network is also good as well in terms of showing the evolution of NXT into training at the performance center and seeing all the stuff that they have in in the performance center that they didn't have in the rusty supermarket warehouse and everything. Yeah, I heard that one was all right, too. All right, anything else for us this week before we get out of here? Oh, my, my, question, my question for this week concerns WWE's broad, broadcasting future. Um, with, with WWE now having a soft relationship with ESPN, Despite not having a deal to, to broadcast their pay-per-views on ESPN Plus, can we expect more vintage WWE content on ESPN after these three WrestleMania shows air? Yeah. Thanks, Tyler, for the call, as always. Um, yeah, especially if things continue the way they are, maybe we're any kind of prolonged comments. They're going to need content, and that's the kind of content that they can you know, stretch out and loop and play again that night. Absolutely. No downside. Yes, uh, there's a limit to how many how many football football games you can show. It's just not the same. People can watch old WrestleMania matches again and again. How many times can you watch the goddamn uh, you know Eagles Patriots game, even if you're an Eagles fan? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a, a proud graduate of the University of Texas at Austin. And even I'm like, look, how many times can you show the Rose Bowl? Like, you can show USC Texas twice a day, every day for like two years. It's like, guys, I, I get it. It was a great game. We won. It was fantastic. Um, but, yeah, eventually we run out of material. And, I think this is a cool test run. Like, you already have that relationship. Um, you know, it's it's programming that most of your audience has not seen. Um, I think it's a great way to promote, uh, you know, WrestleMania. And, you know, it's it's fresh. It's, it's original to most. Uh, you know, wrestling is one of those things where, I mean, even though it's not seasonal, it's seasonal. Like, what you do on WrestleMania does not determine what you do at the next. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. Like I don't know 
uh, what are they doing? They're doing 30, 32, and is it 30, 32, 34? Don't ask me. I think that's it. And so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I, you, you include most of the people that people are going to see here in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's, you know, I'm fine with that. I think it's okay. Yeah, and, and I think it's, again, necessary for for, for ESPN. Like, just think, what are they going to talk about? Yeah. Like, if the 24-hour sports news cycle, as annoying as it is, um, you know, it exists because the world doesn't stop. The world has stopped. And so, yeah, you, you run out of things to discuss. Like, there's nobody. Like, Antonio Brown, um, you know, is probably making himself a lot of money through this virus because he can't go outside and wild out. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna be able to say, "Yo, I've been chilling the last four months. You ain't heard nothing bad yeah. about me." You ain't heard nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. How about football just moving along like, like, fall, like the the end of summer, everything's just gonna be sweet. Yeah, it I might just, it might be, but you know, also might not fucking be. They're talking about the draft being seven days, Travis. Can you imagine? The draft is in seven days? No, they're talking about the draft being seven days. Like a week-long oh. draft doing one round a day. Um, that why? Because well, they ain't got, like you said, they ain't got shit to show. Oh, <laughs> oh because, because of the circumstance. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. It's like about what the draft being seven days. Like, <laughs> diehard, like, diehard college football fan and admitted nerd. Like, mm-hmm. when we get to round four, I'm tapping all the way out. Like, I can't watch that. Like, up to round three, I feel like they're going to be guys. You know you get in round three, the really good guys um, at the big schools who weren't the number one or number two targets or – play behind somebody, but you know them, recognize them, recognize the uniforms, um, and some of the plays they make, great. But once you get past that third round, buddy, you've never heard of these kids. Unless it's like a black quarterback. You know, then, you know, he's got But, yeah, I can't imagine. I Yeah, I, I can't imagine like, just doing that. But, like, round seven, taking four hours – on a Tuesday or something crazy like that. That's nuts. And 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 they'll do numbers too though. Like the whole week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be like the, yeah. Sure. Sam, some of the content that's come out of this the last couple of weeks has been uh has been really good. Um some of the no sport, you know, no you know, day four without sports, day seven without sports kind of themes have been oh, yeah. really yeah, good. People are, yeah. yeah. Betting on everything. Yeah. Yo, the marble thing got me day two. The marble race was amazing. Yeah. Yo, they're the, the announcer, the commentator, in <laughs> quotes, was just, <laughs> just, I mean, made the whole, I mean, yeah, that's kind of, that's the gimmick in this thing. He really, uh, he really sold that and, Calling of the coming coming around the way, coming around the bend, looking midnight blue. <laughs> it just was really good, and 
and the, the kids watching bowling and cheering at the guy bowling. It was just, it's just all been at least humorous. At least we've been able to find some joy in all this. It's been some good stuff, and I think that um, I don't know, Travis. Like, are they gonna? I'm already mentally preparing myself. Like, are they going to lift any type of ban on like a Friday? Am I am I, am I going to be right there at the park eating mimosas deep on Sunday, or am I going to be what, in the give it a week or two buffer? That's what I'm saying. Like, or am I going to be in the um, in like a week? or two and just kind of pace it. I don't know. I want to be better. I'm going for the mimosa answer. You say, you're going to be out there? No, I'm saying, I'm, that, my answer is the mimosa. Hey, not for me, for you, motherfucker. You can't so for me, give it a yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Peter's going to be like, man, we got to get out there. You know, we've been to our leaves definitely going to be like, are we going out? And be like, no, Lee, I'm already here. Come meet me. In public. Let's get sick together. No, um, you know, I just, um, I, I'm not, you know, I, as somebody who never gets sick, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't be worried, but I do think it informs me not being necessarily concerned about myself. But, you know, I got a, I got a grandfather who's been sick for four months, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, monitoring that, like, through my family kind of on a daily basis, it, it's not that it's scary necessarily, but it's sobering. It really is. And I'm countering that with vodka. But it is sober. Um, <laughs> you know, just trying to process that. So I just I just hope if you're listening to this that you are taking your measures to be safe. And I hope, you, I hope you're safe and the people around you are safe. Because, you know, it's it's weird, but it's one of the oldest lessons that we've ever heard. Like, your teacher told you all the time, the sooner you sit down, the sooner you can leave. It right. just makes sense, you know. Um, but not everyone, you know, if people want to be hard-headed. And, and hopefully it doesn't cost us more than it has. Uh, 206, I see you on the uh, line, but you don't have your hand up, so uh, press 1 if you want to talk to us, and we will talk to you. In the meantime, uh, got a couple of couple of emails, well, one non-VIP email. So, uh, Doc Bruce, he uh, chimes in on the email. He says, uh, uh, how do, Trav and Cam? I hope your family is... Uh, are are all healthy and doing well during these quarantine times. Um, yeah, I haven't heard any. Personally, haven't heard anything as far as my family. I think everybody's doing all right. Thanks yeah, for asking. Yeah, yeah, doing okay. I'm doing okay. I, I just got uh, somebody asked my aunt in the group chat. Um, but first of all, Travis, I don't know if I've told this story to you, but like they posted one of those long text in the group chat from whatever person whose cousin works at the place about all the, the steps they're going to take and then five minutes later somebody was like oh it's a fake text sorry and I'm like why didn't my aunt who works for the CIA immediately debunk this like why let people worry about something you know is true 
Like, you know, all my family is, like, college grads with important jobs at the DMV. It's like, guys, you can't fall for this. You specifically can't fall for something that has the Pentagon when you know people at the Pentagon. Like, what are you doing? I, just, I, just, I didn't say a word because we let niggas do their thing. But, um, no, that's my aunt about this is how black, my, black and country my family is. Somebody asked my aunt what she was doing about the family reunion. <laughs> I'm like, this is precious. I'm like, everybody better stay out somewhere and wait a year. And we don't need yeah, my, my uh, trip to Iceland is probably going to be put on ice. Uh, so just why? Yeah, I'm not going to spend. Yeah, I'm not going to spend uh, airfare just and then have to try to go through uh, some kind of refund and whatever if and when we don't we can't go in June. Um, so most likely that's going to be which frees up, you know, fucking grand, and I could maybe I don't know get my car fixed, <laughs> do some things, and not fucking be irresponsible and trying to. On a fucking trip, I got no business going on. Uh, also, I wasn't negating the joy of your trip. I was negating the fact that you said your Iceland trip is on ice. That was. Oh no, no, no! Absolutely, I know what that womp womp was about. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was no, no worries. You're making sure. Would be a buzzkill, right? Very clear. <laughs> right. Well, you were like, no, 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 no. Fuck your trip. Womp womp womp. Damn. <laughs> um. Uh, so, yeah, continuing with uh, Doc Bruce's uh, email, he says, um, earlier today, uh, the Daily DDT posted an article uh, that he wrote about five intercontinental championship feuds to revisit during the quarantine. Uh, what would be one or two of your of WCW's intercontinental title feuds uh, that you two would recommend we watch? Ooh. So these are his, before we give ours, these are, these are his. And he does it in mm-hmm. chronological order. A Savage Steamboat, Rude Warrior, Razor Michaels, China Jericho, Mysterio Jericho. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I would say the Randy Orton RVD stuff is really good. Um, of course, Eddie RVD, even though it wasn't a long feud, it led to one of the best Raw matches. Um, I see title, I see title. Um, Didn't Christian and Jericho uh, have a, a decent feud? I, I want to say yes, because that was, that was the Trish uh, the Trish bet stuff, right? Yeah, and if, I, don't, I don't know if the I see title was, it was, uh, was wrapped up. Yeah, in that. Okay. yeah, can't be sure. Um... Man, I'm so terrible at this kind of stuff, putting things in order. Uh, favorite, greatest, Because I, I, I remember great icy champions. I don't remember great icy title feuds offhand. Um, but yeah, Rock Austin, you got to see. Uh, yeah, Rock Austin. The Belfort. Um, <laughs> RVD, Randy Orton. Uh. Who was because nah, Roman stuff wasn't really good like a late like that was just a belt on him. Um, let's see. I don't think Shelton had strong feed while he was IC champ. Um, 
Transitional, whatever bullshit. Gold water champion. Um, I'm just looking for like names offhand. Because uh, normally you can jump to the wiki and it'll have them like in order. Um, oh, oh, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Brett Bulldog. Yeah, I was about to say, what about the one that ended in Wembley? That was fucking. Mm-hmm. Well, who, didn't, um, didn't Macho King and Sherry, like his, when they became a, when he won King in a Ring and became Macho King, didn't he then win the IC title and, and go on a, on a tear? Or was I thought that was the world, a world champion by then. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was world title. Um. Let's see if we can jump out a couple more. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd love to say Owen Austin, but the finish of that made that kind of, you know. Um, yeah. That was a bit rough. Um, the Edge of Jared thing wasn't really a feud. Um, of Edge course and the, Jared. Uh, yeah, I remember Edge beat Jared at a house show, <clears throat> and then he won it back at the pay-per-view. Ooh, yeah, he beat him at a house show the week of the pay per view, and then uh, and then won it then. Um, let's see. I didn't realize Triple H and Jeff Hardy traded the title twice in thirteen days. Triple H and Jeff Hardy. Was that when Triple H, Triple H got Hardy. drafted to SmackDown or something? I think it was. It might have been two man power trip times. Um, oh. But yeah, that happened. Jeff Hardy was um, not in the title champion guy, though. What was he? That, that's what the so the numbers say. Mm. Um, yeah. After that, I don't know if, and I'm at like '08 now. I'm like, were there any real good ones? Kind of past that time. Um. I don't know, Drew McIntyre's champ, Morrison, Zeke Jackson is champ. My um, Yeah, it's looking a little murky. <laughs> Big, e was, Big E was actually champion for a long time. Big E had like a five-month reign. Um, yeah, after that, it gets a bit, kind of all runs together. But yeah. Um, that, the one that jumped out to me is uh, Bretton Perfect and Bretton Bulldog. Um, those are those are standouts to me. Um, and then yeah, Rock Austin from early on, and then the Randy Orton RBD stuff, um, which I don't think the title changed hands during that, but that was when Randy Orton was hot. Um, yes, yeah. champ. Yeah. I saw, I think, a triple threat uh, IC match, which was the best match on that card. It was Unforgiven in Hershey in, in September of three. I think it was Christian, RVD, and some, maybe Jericho uh, in a triple threat ladder match. Or maybe it was just a 
maybe it was just a ladder got introduced in, in the match, but I remember that being a pretty good match that I saw live, but nothing else really stands out. Um, all right. Yeah, thanks, uh, Bruce, for the email. Appreciate it. Let's uh, keep it moving. And, um, and go to uh, area code 206. 206. Uh, who's this? What up? And hey, where are you from? Yo, this is Rashad up here in Louisiana. What's up, fellas? Hey, hey Time, no, yeah, man, no. good. Yeah, man, just uh, sitting here chilling. I got home from work, so well, I, I just thought I'd call in and see what you guys are talking to. I talk to you on the show, I saw you, what, a month ago? What was, what was it now, Cam? Like, about a yeah, month? it was, it was yeah. actually, yeah, about a month ago. I'm, I'm already mentally planning um, our We're Allowed to Hang Out Again return live show, so... <laughs> Sometimes in the summer we we'll be like, "No, nah, we got to do this." Yeah, that's that's fair. This damn COVID didn't killed all of my plans. I was supposed to be in Louisiana. I mean, in New Orleans this weekend. Then I was supposed to go to Vegas end of April, mm. and then they took my damn money. Like, basically, I, I you know you do that non-refundable shit, and then they basically they say they're gonna give you credit. So yeah, United gave me a credit. And then Hotel Tonight gave me a credit, so I matched out there. So basically, in November, you're going to have a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. There you go. That's the plan. But yeah, no, nah, man, I was, I was just hanging out, just listening to you guys, because uh, I didn't really have shit else to do. That's, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was literally cooking chicken or waiting this chicken breast to thaw. So I right. thought I'd turn you guys on and listen. Oh, how are you how are you waiting at six damn thirty when your mom called you and told you at noon to take it out the freezer and here you are at six thirty running it under some water like oh shoot trying to thaw this out. When, <laughs> when have we ever listened to our moms, man? <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, Dad, if you don't got an ass whooping uh, coming, you're just like, yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'll, you know, run the water. Hey, look, I, I, I was ready to take that ass whooping. Yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, what the hell? How are you keeping yourself entertained? Uh, it should I be how you keep yourself old, I, I, I went. I went. I literally went and bought some uh, some old PS4 games. So yeah. what did I buy? Oh, did you jump into the Red Dead cam? No, no, I've never I've never played like, Red Dead honestly. No, I told him I, I might finally finish it. Nothing else. I didn't. Um, what I did do, man, I finally figured out who has my uh, NCAA 14, and I'm like, man, got a newborn baby. I know he's stuck in the house too. You know his wife's a teacher, so they in the house. He needed more than me. Like, damn. You know. uh, <laughs> he definitely. Yeah, we might get one me. by twenty twenty one. We might. Uh, yeah, right. Might be back in the game. Updated graphics. Mm-hmm. Are you guys getting that uh, Final Fantasy remake? You know, admittedly, I wasn't a PlayStation kid, so I I barely played seven. I think it wasn't good, but I think that 
I'm definitely going PS5 in the winter, and so it's probably going to be a pickup at that point. Look at you. Hey, man, Welcome they don't, the don't love me. It's a grown-up console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just got Game Pass again. Like, so, you know, during this time, I can play stuff that I haven't played. I just went up and down the list. I was like, I don't want to play none of this shit, man. Like, not that it's not good, but it ain't for me. Like, where's my Spider-Man? Where's my God of War? I need yeah, what, when I, the, the freebies on the PSN, you know, that they give you, and, and I think a lot of them are redundant or saved for, for Xbox Live, uh, the free the, the giveaway, the monthly stuff. It's just like, if I was into some of this stuff, it'd be fucking great month after month. You know, all these over-the-top, you know, like, if I like to get in a dumbass mech suit and just shoot shit up and with no real fucking point, I'd be in the money. A bunch of also our ultra-futuristic racing games. It's like, man, I don't play none of this shit, but they all free, though. I download them. So why not? Yeah. Like, one day, I might, somebody might come over, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm in the mood for some bullshit trivia game they gave away one time. Hey, I'm having a party at my apartment. Let's break out this nonsense trivia game. PlayStation office. Yeah, I just went down and downloaded all the Devil May Cries. So, we'll run through those. Yeah, like, I saw, like, five is on Game Pass, and I love four. Um, I'm just like, can I... I probably made the mistake of watching, like, the YouTube of it first, so I've seen the whole game. I was like, man, I really want to sit down and, like, go through learning the moves and the different tricks, and yeah, eventually I'll probably get to it. I'm just not in a rush. Like, Grand Theft Auto uh, Five, which I've had and not had eight times is there. And I'm like, man, I know there's more stuff to do and there's online and stuff, but I'm like, I don't want to get so immersed in a thing, but I also don't want a quick game I can just jump into. I have no idea what I want in life. Which is what this comes yeah. to. It's first problems. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Indeed. Like, there's there's so many things. Like, we're we're all bored, but we all have access to so many things. We're all bored. And, and there's if if you told somebody in 1930 that they'd have all these things and, and it'd be boring, like remember this episode of Star Trek. Hey, if you told 13-year-old me and 8-year-old you this, it sat us down and was like, you know, you're going to have to, it blew our fucking mind in <laughs> 1993 yeah. or whatever. It had just been unfathomable, but yeah, you wouldn't know we're actually yeah, here. Yeah, there's Star Trek where uh, I don't know if they found people from like the the 70s um, or, or 60s or something or if they were, like, holograms. But anyway, they find them, and they're like, um, so where's the TV? And they look at them like, TV? He's like, yeah, where's the TV? He's like, we have a whole holodeck. You can recreate any experience you've ever wanted to. And you want a TV? Oh, yeah. There people don't know where they're supposed yeah, like, 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 exactly. It's a holodeck, and I can create, can I create a fucking living room with a TV in it? Exactly. Did they put Picard on like for free on the CBS X? Like if you don't have it, so you can put all that that whole run for free. 
during the, this whole. I don't know, but if, if anybody's like listening to this, and maybe you're not the biggest Star Trek fan, but maybe you really, really like Mass Effect the video game, you should watch Picard. It's it's that. It's so good. Do you have to be like a Star Wars or a Star Trek guy to, to watch Picard? Not really, no. Um, most of the characters are new, um, and they actually give you um, the backstory on why Picard's in the position he's in, the enemies he has, both in the Federation and outside. Like, they do a very good job of making it accessible if you didn't watch Anything else for us, Rashad? No, fellas, that's it. I'm going to stay on the listen, though. Cool. All right, you be safe, man. You you too, fellas. Thanks, man. All right. Um, Let's see, is that all the non-VIP emails? Okay, so... Okay, so I think this was just a uh, – we got this email. Oh, this came last week after the show. And um, Chris, he said, um, I blame your show from last week or maybe two weeks by, by the time it's a scene, so maybe three weeks by now, and the silly coronavirus for trapping me into binge listening to the land. Uh, a week after your show – Travis, I'm almost done with book three. Wow. It's totally not a healthy pace, but thanks for the heads up on the series. Uh, Well, speaking of unhealthy paces, I'm back on book seven after reading through, you know, getting through the entire seven series, seven book series, and I just literally pressed play on book one immediately and and started over. So, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, Chris. And, yeah, told you. Uh, but yeah, that's it for non-VIP. Yeah, so that's uh, that's it for emails. So let's head to uh, head to Georgia and talk to Darrell and uh, wrap this thing up. Uh, Darrell, what's going on with you? Wow, what's going on, you guys? How y'all doing today? Hey, doing all right. Y'all staying Corona free? Mm-hmm. Hope so. Look, I had a call last week. And I called out from work because I, you know, but it was like a, a normal kind of, uh, I, I know what a cold is. Um, and I didn't have a fever or, my, or body aches. And I was phlegmy. They, they say the corona, you have a, 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 like a, a whack-ass dry cough. So as, as a self-diagnostician, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm corona-free. I'm straight. But I go to, I didn't take my ass to work because, one, that's even in a non-pandemic, you should, shouldn't. And two... You think I'm going to have uh, people looking at me crazy while I'm uh, coughing? Looking at you, you know, thinking yeah. that you're going to be uh, Rudy Gobert? Look, fam, I saw a meme that said this allergy, it said this allergy season is going to be like the Salem Witch Trials. I'm like, oh, oh sure. You got that right. As soon as a motherfucker sniffle or that Paul going to get high. Peter gonna get high. You're looking at people crazy. Boy, um, I was getting my tires changed, and the and this couple came in uh, 
and they started coughing, and me and the little white lady beside me looked at each other and happily walked up out of there and sat outside <laughs> for the rest of the remainder oh. of the time. <laughs> but y'all didn't make them feel bad. It's not like y'all was like, excuse me. Just, you know, I did. I did, because they oh. had to hear me on the phone, because I was talking to somebody. I said... Man, these motherfuckers gonna walk in here coughing everywhere. <laughs> ain't gonna give me trying to get a coronavirus or something. Let me get the fuck up out of here and said it just like that. And, she, and the person I was talking to said, "Damn, you said that loud." I said, "Oh shit, my bad. I thought I was talking Sam, in my I, head." I just started following this this one Facebook dude, Instagram uh, uh, comedy guy makes videos um, from Chicago. Damn, corporal, corporate with a K. And he in the car, and his homie get in with full little decked out with the mask and the gloves, got a can of Lysol or whatever. And and he's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going through all this trying to you know keep that rover off my back. And but then he starts getting into this story about <laughs> how he smashed Shorty. And then corporate goes, you didn't hit raw though. He was like, yeah, raw diggity, and just you know bragging. He's like. And then he looks at him like, what? And then he's like, but you ain't eat. And then he's like, of course I did, nigga, you prick. And he's like, you out here worried about some fucking corona. And you hitting bitches in deep sea diving and shit, raw dog. So that's how it be. Well, I went to the liquor store, and all I see is coronas um, um, stacked up by the piles. I said, people ain't even drinking coronas. <laughs> See, all Corona has right, to do um, is be like, we got the antidote in our fucking beer. <laughs> and just make a, a, a sense of satirical. I know, but then people will be like, you can't, you can't be joking about this. Like, bitch, we about to go under. Fuck you. We <laughs> definitely can joke about this. <laughs> Sales is down 72%. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I didn't um, Ask y'all this last week Or I ain't here at the beginning of the show And see if y'all spoke about this But how do y'all feel about WrestleMania now two days And wrestling in the empty arena Are y'all uh, in the faction of people Who like man No WrestleMania should be held In the um, empty arena Or are you fine with it Because you understand what we're going through At this moment of time um, I mean, it's both. I mean, WrestleMania shouldn't be held in the empty arena, but you know, it's not the choice. It's just beyond anything, uh, you know, rational people can go, well, yes, you shouldn't, but also the uh, diet. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, uh, I, I'm not going to just, yeah. like, there's one, a binary kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. It, it, it should be on a large stage. I, I completely understand why they can't do it. Um, and I also understand why they won't just put everything on. Postpone it till July. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get it. But I, I'm, you know, I feel like whoever was planning on watching before is still going to watch because they're going to be in the house anyway. <laughs> so. You know, turn it on. Um, it'll be on something, absolutely. And also, it's just like I think we've, you know, history. We've had 
history. We know the personality of the people running this thing. We knew that they were going to power through as much as they could. Like if they could, they're going to whatever they can get away with, they're going to do. They're not postponing, delaying. It's not what they do. Uh, so, so that's the fact that they're having a movie arena show, two nights, and all that. Yeah, this is a chance for WWE to flex their creative prowess and to really uh, to really set some new standards in production. And we talked about it a little with potentially with like a Cena break, you know, movie fight kind of thing. But I, I, but beyond that, they have a lot to work with, and they could uh, they could do some stuff at WrestleMania that we're talking about in ten years. Like, uh, remember how this started at WrestleMania? That got up? Isn't it like the aerial view with the NFL? Didn't that come from the XFL? Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the um. Yeah, so, I mean that kind of stuff. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like, oh, that uh, that forced us to innovate, and look at look at that. Ten years later, that 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 innovation has endured and it's still around. And we only, you know, what is the necessity? What's the necessity of all invention or the invention of all necessity? Um. Uh, fuck. Wait. It should. Invention is the mother of all. Isn't necessity the mother of all invention? I think that's it. That sounds that sounds very right. That's what it is. Yeah. So until you need some shit, you know, then the invention comes because all of a sudden you fucking need it. Um, So yeah. Hey guys. Also, I think this time right here. Oh, wait, you got to oh, oh, hold up. No, Darrell, go ahead. Go ahead, Darrell. Oh, I, I'm about to say, um, well, this timing right here works out for them because if you see, like, NBC going to go back and show past NFL shows and stuff like that, the only two people out of here look like they're going to come out of here and make even more money on their content is the NFL and um, WWE potentially. Because these TV um, companies are scrambling to find something to get people to watch their television. One thing I did want to liken this to last week that I never made the connection was the writer strike in 07. Like that, how that just came in and fucked up so many series or seasons of series, um, uh, mostly uh, scripted stuff. Not. Things like Conan and other late night shows, they they endured because they're natural writers and you know they can script a you know forty minute show themselves. Um, but uh, but I think this was the first that was one of the first things that when when all the entertainment stuff started going down and I was like this is kind of like what happened in uh, you know minus the death uh, in 07 when shit got the whole industry just was like nope we ain't doing it. What were you trying to get in, Cam? Oh, no, just saying that, you know, I talked about this on South Congress, but can't think of two two better guys to talk about it with, about, uh, you know, Braun Strowman's comments about indie wrestlers 
Maybe they need yeah. to reevaluate the yeah. choice. Oh boy. Um something interesting that came from that was people saying, Now I know why he hasn't been world champion. And my immediate reaction was, Well no, his his beliefs seem to fall in line with what Oh yeah. Very well. Why? That is your American response. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But what the difference is between him and management, they're smart enough not to say it. Yeah. Like, regardless of what they do behind the scenes, them not saying it out loud allows them to maintain a fan base that would rather be ignorant toward a lot of things. Like, they, you know, I just want my wrestling. Like, they, they can go with yeah. But it makes sense why maybe he hasn't been given the ball because maybe he can't be trusted not to put his foot in his mouth. Yeah, he's shown in the past that he will, you know, he's one of these, uh, I don't even mean to say it like it's a negative, but he's definitely one of these, you know, country boy and proud kind of thing. Like he, mm-hmm. I, I never understood being proud of things you have no control over. Right? Like you're a country boy because that's where you fucking grew up. You didn't, that's yeah. not an accomplishment. <laughs> I'm a city boy and proud. No, I just happened to grow up in the past city. That's yeah. the kind of thing I strove to accomplish. Uh, but he's definitely one of those kinds of guys that, that, that are all about his trucks and his guns and, and his country strong. And that's, that's it. You know what uh, one of the so, most telling things is? And, and it's weird to think about it now because it was in a different context. Remember when he's in that black barbershop and Biggie comes on and he starts rapping along to it? And then... Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but then he tells the guys in the barbershop, like, you didn't think I knew that, did you? Thoughts would have been, yes, white man. I, I did think you knew the words to one of the most popular rap songs. One of the most popular fucking pop songs. Because that's the best Yeah, come on. That's like when... Uh, with Chelsea Green was like, hey, should I get on TikTok and show everybody that I know all the words to this Nicki Minaj song? And I was like, no, you shouldn't do exactly what people think you know. Because, of course you know that. It was made for you. It's a fucking target on, yeah. Are you talking about like the person who's uh, going at you today and called uh, Kendra Lamar on uh, pop on uh, on um, radio. <laughs> Listen, I, I also, because I, I do think he was joking, but, like, I, I can't, we can't roll together. Like, we can't kick it or, like, be out. Like, I can't bring you around, girls, if you're telling me how much better logic is in future. I just can't. It's bad for my brand. <laughs> I'm not going to introduce you to women that, that, that I want to hang around because you're talking about Logic is great in future. You even compare oh, camera to future logic means I don't need you. Yeah. Like you don't, doesn't, doesn't compute. Yeah, Mm-mm. I'm good. Yeah, I got to get out of here with that. And going back to that Braun Strowman comment, let's get it right. He His comment was foolish, and he shouldn't have said it, but... Also, the same people who going at him about it was the same people who would get mad that those two young brothers um, got booked on George and Ella's show. So if you saying they couldn't make no money and stuff like that, then hush up about what he said, too. He y'all contradicting y'all So I don't want to hear all that foolishness. There is some... Wait, wait, wait. There is part of I certainly was one of the people against the Walmart guys being on any kind of wrestling show. I've heard. <laughs> we know you be hating, but um, 
And no, that's, that's, I, I don't think your point. I don't think your point isn't valid. I, I should say that. Um, but but to Darrell's point, I do think yeah. that there is the the Indians are a bit clickish. Like as much as they claim to be super inclusive, a lot of times that means inclusive of each other. Like okay. I, there is a bit of something on the Indies. That's just true, you know. Um, so yeah, I think that. The bigger thing about Braun uh, to me is that, like, who do I want to say? Like, and this isn't a shot to the guy because I didn't realize it until I really, like, thought about it. But, like, a guy like Tracy McGrady never had a job, right? Because Tracy McGrady is a guy to go straight to the pros. So Tracy McGrady can't understand being – uh, a three-year college player making it to the NBA. And not that Tracy McGrady's wrong, but he can't speak to something he has no knowledge of. You know, so I think that one of the things that happened in the situation with Braun, even though he's dead ass wrong, one of the things that happened is he you can't talk to him about being on the Indies because he was never on the damn Indies. You know, wasn't like, he? He no, he was. Mark Henry found him at he a was strong man. Uh, yeah. Strong man. So he got put on the Indies basically to get some season in with the with the nod and wink of you know you're we're grooming you to be a thing, but you have to learn to wrestle somewhere. So work these Indies. That's a lot different than yes. Okay, I get it. I get it there. Yeah, but I don't even think like Travis. I I, I think they said he had ten matches before he signed. So he so just he wasn't even in, he wasn't even in NXT. He wasn't yeah. even in NXT. Uh, he was just at the performance center, one of the ones like the guys who you don't see on TV right now. He was just that, and then they had then he was doing the conga line with yeah. um, No Way Jose, and then they put him. They liked his size, and they put him with the Wyatts after um one, one I think um uh, Aaron Rowan got hurt that one time, and they needed an extra guy. So he didn't even really get to be on NXT TV. He was only, I think, there no, for a year. He didn't get to, not at all. He was never on. He said 10 matches. So he can't, you know, he, it's not something oh. he can understand. Oh. But also things that I can't understand, I tend to not talk about. Don't say shit about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking publicly and derisively and disrespectfully say things yeah. about fucking shit you don't know. Even if you think Again. you have a grasp on it. Even if you think, mm-hmm. uh, um, even if you think, you know, ideologically you're right. Like, no, I'm not, I don't, just, nope. Is this going to make me more money? Oh. Right. Is this going to bring me more money? Or, or, He should have had this conversation like how we having it right now between guys like this and stuff like that. But even the ones who strike him back with him, I can't go on this anymore. Imagine the conversations he's having with, He's on the wrestling button. Come on. That's all I need to know. Yes. That's that's the one that you would want to hear. But my whole take is I know he was wrong for what he's saying it, but I'm not jumping on and piling on with those other people who jumping on and piling on with him. Because y'all contradict themselves um anyway. Because if it wasn't if, if he didn't respond on the Eva Uno's picture and said that let's say if it was somebody else, um Never mind, I ain't even gonna say that. But if he never uh, responded under their favorite, uh, one of their favorite guys in their new favorite company, Eva Uno, and and they color skin, 
uh, none of these people would have been under uproar on it. If it was on some well-known Joe Blow um, comment, he would have responded on it. wouldn't even been even um, a ruckus. So that's why I can't join into that. Yeah, him responding directly to who fans have decided is a direct competitor certainly affected their decision to galvanize and come out against him. And stuff like, I hope he loses his job and – uh, let's if he ever has to make money on the indies and they don't book him, that's what he has coming. It's like, ah, I'm not saying all that. Yeah, people do go from zero to fucking a hundred in very little time. Um, yeah, a guy like <laughs> guys like Braun Strowman when they don't when they stop working for WWE <laughs> typically don't end up making careers on the indies. Yeah, okay. he'll be. He'll be somewhere. Big Show's cousin on Big Show's show. <laughs> the styles don't fit. They would demand too much money. The egos can't handle it. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of factors, but uh, typically you're not going to see. And remember, it was a big deal that Drew McIntyre kept kept going and became a big deal. Because people see the big, big, you know, big WWE guy, X guy, and go, well, <laughs> that's, you know, not going to be long for, for the business. And then, you know, he's still around 10 years later and works his way back. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the exception, not the rule. Uh, anything else for us to roll before we wrap things up? No, sir, man. Y'all go ahead and stay corona-free. Wash your hands. Wash your asses. And um, stop going to – and some people stop going – if Cam can stop going out and uh, having some, uh, Sunday fun day and going to the club, I know the rest of you um, um, deaf breezers can stop going out and um, sharing um, <laughs> hookah and getting everybody affected with each other because uh, y'all want to hookah each other in the mouth with the corona. Did y'all see the motherfuckers sharing the goddamn blow pot? What the fuck? Like, when, even if, it, if, if the corona goddamn shit didn't exist, what the fuck still? What is wrong with people? Yeah. You're talking about that corona, um, that corona um, challenge that these people would do. Hey, you know what? These people don't, I'm going to say these people don't say nuclear color, silly. but those people right there who make that stuff are silly. Make me a regular challenge that I like. like. The savage challenge where you being freaky and stuff and you're shaking your butt or something like that. All that, that silly challenges and stuff, get out of here. Okay, yeah, but on a, specifically the thing I was talking about, they're gross and stupid ass yeah, frat kids. Yeah, but the toilets and whatnot. Hey, I got to get the Rona, then I get the Rona, I deal with it. It's not just fat meat and partying. A week later, uh, yeah, a bunch of fucking spring break kids get diagnosed with Corona. Uh, boy. Anyway, all right. That's uh, another week in the books. Um, Rich and I'll be by uh, for VIP. He's he's back in action, all, all all healed up. So yeah. So click over. We'll be by for another uh, hour or so of content. We'll be talking about uh, I don't know a bunch of stuff. So uh, free folks, the ride is over. So we'll get at y'all next week. 
uh, emailers and callers, and appreciate y'all time and energy. Cam, thanks for your co-hostingship. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, that's it. That's Cam. I'm Trav. We out.